0: Sports Beat on the Bay Good morning everybody. This is Sportsbeat, eighty-eight point seven on your dial for Monday, January twenty third with Dave Percival and Dan Caswell. And
1: Grant's here as well.
0: You know what? This is a great morning because I just you know it's nice to start your morning in here with Tim Bits and coffee and you know, it's what it's all about Absolutely. Right. Big thank you missed, to Paul. Uh, I almost missed uh, yeah. Grant's call there. I was too busy with yeah. my one Timbit. <laughs> Big thanks to uh to, to Paul Schaefer for that. Very kind. <laughs> exactly. Nice. How's everybody doing today? Great, you? Very well. How was your Hermit weekend? Oh, sorry, Grant. How was your weekend?
1: Good, it was good. Yeah, okay. yeah. I had a good time. All right, yeah. excellent. That's good. Uh, here. Let's
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. To our listeners out there, we're oh. not going to share. All right. Let's move forward. Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay. So, I, Grant, Grant, you'll like this. Okay. I told Dan. I told my spouse after the first period on Saturday on 2 nothing lead that they didn't need me tonight. The Leafs did not need me. Oh, well, you were wrong. Now I pin the games. I have a I have a score that comes up on my phone and I, okay. I glanced at it and I saw two one and I saw two two. And then they needed me. Disappointing in more ways than you think. They were playing Laval in this game. They were not playing a full Montreal team who are missing eight to ten guys.
1: Yeah.
0: And to come up, no killer instinct. Dan yep. and I are talking about it. These guys, this is what we we're accused of last year in the play. No killer instinct. Put them away.
1: Yes. And that's
0: all they had to do. But they let them back in and they didn't. I don't know if it's a lack of ability to want to put them away. What is this? What do you think is wrong? What do you think is wrong? They've had a good year, but this trend bothers you.
1: Well, because of the stage it's on, too. Like, you know, we've joked around like years ago, we joked around like watching the Leafs on a Tuesday night at home. It doesn't really matter who they play. Like, both teams kind of come out flat Right, and, and, they don't, and they mail and, it in. And they, yeah, just, but right. I mean, those days seem to be gone because, I mean, we have noticed that, you know, they do show up. But this was a little bit different. This is the Montreal Canadiens at the Bell Centre on a Saturday night. Saturday night, yeah. Like, there's like a lot of special things. And, and it's not like Montreal needs any reason to get up against the Leafs. Yeah, but I, is do the Leafs need a reason to get up against Montreal? No.
0: I would think it's not. It's pathetic. But, but so so it really is disheartening. Now now you you know, the purists of the game will say, well, they got a point and all these things. You know, the and and not only that, I heard that the Leafs are happy that they've we've got a lot of points off real good Stanley Cup contending teams. Well then maybe let's play hard against Arizona. Montreal. Because Arizona have their number two playing in that high huh. school arena that they play in. Yes. The Leafs didn't look very good against them. So it's a it's a frustrating thing. Now, with that, all of this negativity.
1: Okay, well, we're going to spin it. We're going to bring it back to positive. We're going, we're going
0: to bring it back. They have okay. five home games this week um, before the All-Star break. It's okay. play the New York Islanders tonight, a team they also have trouble playing against. So Fair enough. This is a team that they have to step up against. Goaltending. Samsonov has looked fantastic. Yep. You know what? He He really, really has. has. And he kept the minute against Montreal because he had to stand his ground, and uh, Montembeau played very well for Montreal. Well, maybe
1: he could be a candidate for the Vizina. <laughs>
0: you're never gonna let that go, are you? Oh, I'm, 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 I think you're gonna talk with a Russian well, accent. Here, uh, so. I'm,
1: I'm, you know, I'm the last guy that should make fun of anybody's. And you weren't uh, making speed. fun of him. You,
0: I mean, I just, correct me uh, if wrong. You just thought it was. It's it's kind of
1: so lack of it's, better words. It's kind of cute. We're just uh, you know talking about his last interview. Uh, which game was it uh, that uh, it was after? Was it after the Florida game? Yeah, after the Florida game. And they mm-hmm. came back. Uh, Matt Murray had been, yeah. uh, been kicked out of the net. Uh, Samsonov came in for eleven, essentially eleven shot shutout, and uh, he was just talking about how, you know, uh, Vasilevsky is a is a very good goalie, and then he started to talk about Halibak, who he was going against, and how he'd been in contention for the Vizina every year.
0: <laughs> well, we know what he means, anyway, yeah. Dad. No, you make me laugh. So yeah, so they have a they do have a very busy week, and you know, as I said, go into the All Star break in a positive note. I hope. Um, you know, we're gonna talk about the Raptors really, really quickly. So the Raps are this this is a funny squad, but I like what you said. I think you're on to something. Their defense, they went they won last night, beat the New York Knicks at the Scotia Bank, one twenty five, one sixteen. Mm-hmm. But there's a problem, right? And the problem is there is no defense anymore. Correct.
1: And that's that's what Nick Nurse is all about. That's his, his calling card. His defense. Right. He
0: they have to have he said you have
1: to have defense to win. And it's not like we got like a brand new team that they're like have to buy into the system. Like Everybody knows what Nick Nurse is about and what he wants and what he expects. So what do you think, Percy? Do you think, think he's lost the room?
0: I think he has lost the room. I think it's uh, – I have a funny feeling that they've tuned him out. I think he's a pretty demanding guy, and it's all great when you're winning, but when you're not winning, you tune somebody out a lot quicker. But than they're not they're winning, winning
1: because they're playing poor as D. Right. Like their D is terrible.
0: So trade deadline, and we'll talk about this in another show, they're, gonna, they're probably going to move a lot of guys, and maybe it's high time they do too. Yeah, You know, for sure. Now, to go back, sorry to go back to hockey and reverse the flow here, okay. but we got to talk about Bruce Boudreaux. Good guy, uh, long-term hockey man, 40-plus years easily playing and coaching, and, and and he did play in the show. The treatment, what is wrong? Jim Rutherford's treatment, he has demoralized that Vancouver Canuck team. It's, it's all on him. It's a GM's fault. It's a
1: dumpster fire. Like, it, it really ever? is bad. The treatment of Boudreaux, uh, totally unfair. Um, the 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 players, uh, they're you know like I I look at uh, the Vancouver Canucks needing to replace their call it their upper management, get rid of like because it, it's whatever's trickling down right now is toxic.
0: No kidding, but they started in October, November saying it was the the structure of the team, which is a direct shot at Boudreaux by Rutherford. Yeah. In the, and normally you don't see that. If there's a shot to be made, you normally replace that guy. Correct. And it puts the players in a terrible position too, right? No, yeah, absolutely. Halfway point to bring in Rick Tockett. You know, I know Rick Tockett's a good hockey man and all these things, but how's he fix this? You know, with Bo Horvat leaving as well, and he will be leaving. It's just you have to find the proper suitor for him, right?
1: Yeah. And, I mean, Rick Tockett, he's, he's been uh, coaching on and off for a while now. But what's he going to bring differently that Boudreaux already didn't bring? You know what I mean? Like, I look at them as very similar coaches. Like, they're, they're very player-focused and getting, you know, each, like, noticing what the individual brings to the table. Then – they, you know, their demand is is somewhat equal. Now, you could say, you, you know, talk it has a bit more of a, you know, uh, aggressive demeanor. He would be
0: edgier than Bruce Boudreau. But
1: Boudreau is, he's proven to come in and demand a lot when he was with the uh, Washington Capitals and, you know, with the Vancouver Canucks last year with their big turnaround.
0: Right, so... But you know it's funny. Vancouver have some really, really good pieces, right? They have a they have Quinn Hughes in defense. They have a great goaltender, right. Thatcher Demko. They yep. have Elias Peterson. Yep. It's not like they're they don't have strong end, high end correct. players, right? Correct. They do. Yep. So I hope they can correct this a little bit. It just kind of makes me sad as a sports guy to to watch this whole thing. Well, you
1: out. know when things are going south, that the first, the easiest fix is to get rid of the coach. Always, right? Yeah. Uh, then you know replacing eighteen guys, but. Uh, In this instance, I feel that uh, Boudreaux was, uh, you know, this was not a very good sign for Vancouver and their organization to treat Boudreaux the way they did. Because, you know, just bringing in Tockett won't be the fix. It might fix it for like a week. But there's there's huge issues in Vancouver. Like I said, it's a dumpster fire.
0: Right, for sure. And it may take a lot longer than half a season to fix it. Um, just before we get into the NFL and the, and the things that we want to talk about, um, Brooke Henderson led for wire to wire in all three or four rounds, yep. um, an easy victory for her in a tough course, a 16 under four shot win. And it was funny. One of the um, announcers made the comment that she's always been sifting around fourth and fifth in ranking. They said that she will, this is her year to be the number one ranked golfer in the world.
1: That's fantastic.
0: And it appears that she, it's certainly within her grasp. They said she will win other tournaments. She's just far too good to not win at all these levels. It's a huge win. First of the year in Orlando, Florida. And good old John Ram, and I like John Ram, two for two. He's, he wins, comes back against a fellow, uh, Davison Thompson, I think his name was, someone we haven't heard of. He came back and won uh, the MX Tournament in La Quinta, California, Yeah, two for two, and he's a great player. They said he's one of those guys that had to rein his um, temper in. Remember when he started, he was breaking clubs and doing all sorts of things, and now he said it's a, a little easier game to play when you're not angry? Yeah, for Life sure. Life is easier when you're not angry.
1: Yeah, and life's easier when you're a top five guy in the world.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I was going to ask you because I do respect your football ability. Okay? Ability? Or, no, no, your football prognostication ability, Okay, okay. N- not your ability to play football. <laughs> okay. Sorry, that wasn't fair. Um, how did you make out in these picks? Like, you can lead us in. I, there was one that uh, alarmed me. Well, well I'll be on.
1: Okay, let's, yeah. let's just start with the honesty first.
0: Okay, let's be honest with each okay. other.
1: Let, we have to be honest. <laughs> so, I know I took San Fran last week, and they won. But, to be honest... I, I only took that because you took Dallas. And then I just thought, oh, you know what, I'll just be it. So it, by default, I was right on that. But I'm not going to take credit for that because I actually thought that Dallas was going to do it. So as far as prognostications concerned, in my picks, I was 100% right with the AFC and 100% wrong with the NFC.
0: You know what? I really love the way that you your narrative on that was rather interesting. Yeah. So that's like 50%. That
1: right? is – hey, do the math. Do the math.
0: Okay, so in, <laughs> my, in my in my little pick thing, I was uh, 50% right on the AFC. Yep. Uh, didn't do very well on the other side. Uh, so really, let's be fair, one for four. Yeah. How's that? There one you. for four on championship, even predicting the game. So yeah. why don't we start with Buffalo? Since he ran right, I they dominated them right from the get. I had a
1: feeling that was going to happen. You said that was yeah. going to
0: happen. So how do you? I how don't do know. You like those Bengals. I
1: really like the Bengals. Uh, you have some uh, fantastic receiving core, with uh, you know you have Hurst, who's a fantastic tight end. Uh, you have, uh, a Chase, Higgins. I mean you have mix uh, Mixon, a uh, running back. Like there, and you have a very cool and calm Joe Burrows at Pivot. I mean, it was. did you notice him in the pocket compared to Josh Allen?
0: Yeah, Josh Allen was, was yeah, he is, he is completely like, relaxed and confident. Yeah, and yeah, jo- not sure. that Josh
1: is, but Josh likes to run the ball. Right. To a fault almost. Like, I, I think that, you know, they, they give him more running plays than he should.
0: I agree. They've got Singletary, who's a good running back, and yeah. then Josh Allen outruns him all the time, which isn't really right.
1: No, for sure. And then you do have some decent receivers, especially with uh, with Diggs. If you you know get you know Diggs say for ten, get up ten catches a game, you can't lose. You know, like he's unless you're overthrowing or underthrowing. Like Diggs is a great receiver, and I, I feel like they they don't use him properly.
0: But what I noticed in, is the tremendous pressure they put on Josh Allen, too. They they were swarming him yeah. at all times. And then I didn't realize that their O-line, who were fantastic against Buffalo, are all injured. They're going with a lot of backup O-line no. guys. So you got to take your hat off. I was so disappointed in Buffalo, but Cincinnati were fantastic. Yeah, for sure. You know, they were great. Now, now the KC game, um, that one went the way we said it was going to go.
1: Yes, but yep. it
0: was it was a little tighter. It was it was a golf That's football what game. we said. I, yes. I said that yeah.
1: Casey's gonna win, Jacksonville's gonna cover. Uh, it was actually a little bit further apart than I thought. Like it was uh it was a seven point difference. I thought it'd be a little bit tighter, the spread was nine and a half. It was like there's really good things that are gonna happen in Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, I you know what I'm am J- really... now a Jags fan. I like everything about Trevor Lawrence as a quarterback. I like that team. Yep. Yeah. So you've gotta like them.
1: Oh, no, for sure. And uh, they have a great special teams. Uh, Their defense is is decent. Offense, they they probably need a couple more pieces. But definitely you have, uh, like, Trevor Lawrence is a winner. And he's going to prove to be one of the best quarterbacks next year.
0: Going to get better and better and better. So to lose, it's all positive for Jacksonville. No, for sure. You know, I don't think KC are as strong without Tyreek Hill. I, I think they're still really strong, yeah, yeah, for sure. But that that'll make a difference moving forward
1: too. Well, we have that a guy threat, that right? fast, right? And you know the arm of Mahomes. You like if he has the time to to really unload, Tyreek's so fast he can get under it and catch it, right? Right. right. And so that's what makes it so dangerous. Makes him so dangerous. It made them so dangerous. Uh, but I mean, I I like the the look of KC. Uh, going up against uh, Cincinnati, it's going to be a great game. Um, you know, with Cincinnati, it will be it will be a a game that they can win,
0: right? For sure.
1: But I do like the chances of um, I do like the San Francisco chances. Okay. I don't see, I don't think that we can we'll see another return to the uh, Super Bowl for the uh, for Kansas for uh, Cincinnati.
0: Interesting.
1: That's what I'm thinking right now. All right, but I could change change my mind by by Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah,
0: and 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 that's the beauty of this show—you can. Yep. So we were right. The New York Giants did exactly what I thought the New York Giants would do. Now I haven't given Philadelphia much love all year. Are they this good? They are this good a football team. Jalen Hurts has been fantastic. Yes,
1: they are that good. But I think the, I think some like, the the real New York Giants were probably tied up somewhere and held hostage because they looked like a high school team out there against the against Philadelphia.
0: Barkley was held to seven yards rushing in the first half. Seven yards? Yeah. That's, that's, I, they pathetic. did exactly what I predicted they They just imploded. Yeah, well, they, well, they were there anyway. Yep. And now those Dallas, Jerry Jones isn't going to be happy. No. I thought the Cowboys, this was a year that the Cowboys were going to perform, and they no. didn't. Now, no. I didn't see a lot of this game.
1: I didn't see right. a lot of it either, but you're talking a 19-12 game.
0: Yeah. No, where's the offense in yeah. that?
1: You know, so people are going to say, okay, well, Sam Fran, uh, they they don't have a chance. Oh, you know what? I, I think I got mixed up there. Yes. So, no, no, I didn't. I, I was right. Cincinnati and KC. Sorry. Yes. Anyway, Sam Fran, you know, people are probably going to say they don't have a chance against the Eagles. They do have a chance against the Eagles, like a big chance. But if they played like they did against Dallas, there's no chance, right? Exactly. You know? So we'll see. Like the Dallas's D did a good job. I mean, you know, they only put up 19 points. They've been pretty so good great. all year, really. San Fran's D was even better because I mean, Dallas only put up 12 points. So defensively, they're great. But if they, they both teams have too many offensive tools to have a 19-12 game.
0: Right, yeah, no points at all, really, if you yeah. want to get right down to it. So it's going to be interesting when we break down, and, and I want to see if you do change your mind, which is I, may just happen by Wednesday, I would think.
1: Yeah, well, I, it's already going. <laughs> because Cincinnati was there last year. They did beat KC in the conference championships to go to the Super Bowl, if you remember. Right. And, I mean, it was a great overtime game and whatnot. But, like, have they learned how to win m- – better and then they will is this their year to go over the top and actually win the super bowl
0: hmm we'll have to we'll have to see i don't know we'll have to do a little bit more studying on this before we we have any more predictions absolutely
1: so we because i mean wednesday is our last chance to talk about football this week because we have kyle the monster coming in on friday
0: Oh, we do, do we? Yes. That, that makes me very happy. Yes. All right, so then we better be prepared. So if yet. I'm
1: changing my mind about anything, it's got to happen soon. Well,
0: then change it quick. <laughs> change it really fast. So we got to got some good local, if, if, if I can. So Colin Cameron, Paralympic uh, skier, biathlon, yep. From, yep. Uh, lives in Bracebridge, yep. won a gold medal on the weekend in Sweden. Awesome. Now, Grant, before I catch you, and, because you're very astute and you listen to this, he won this medal in sit skiing. I want to be very careful. If I say that too fast, that's a problem. Okay. Sit skiing. Okay, and it's an amazing. You know, think about it. Shooting, shooting the gun, and and exacting. You know, your physical fitness level at a high end has got to be virtually impossible. That is a great, great sport. No, for sure. You know, to have, to have the hands to steady to be able to shoot at targets. Not happens. only that, like you're, you're getting yourself so worked up with the skiing, your heartbeat is going up. Just to, just to calm down your breathing, just to take that shot. You know what I mean? Like that's a that's a huge thing in my opinion as well. Well, the biathlon's
1: always been yeah. a very unique thing I
0: think it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even walk out of here without my heartbeat going up. So that's a, you know, this is very good and very impressive for him. Yeah. Our, our junior sea otters, um, big win. They did not come up flat. 7-2 against uh, bottom-dwelling Midland in Midland. Yep. Um, what all that I saw, I was not in attendance, unfortunately. My son was ill. But they, uh, they Huntsville, all I can see is they didn't put up a lot of penalties. And uh, it's very, very important. That was a key win because they've been on a bit of a slide. And we'll have to talk a little bit, but they have, I believe, two home games this weekend. Yep. So they'll just, uh, Coach Farnsworth, they will build on that for sure. There we go. Well what do you think? Do you think we've I think we've we've nailed down a lot of sports again.
1: would another great show.
0: They're all good. It's it's we think <laughs> we think they're better than everybody else. You and I think they're oh, great yeah. shows. Well right?
1: we're we're pretty confident in our abilities.
0: Uh you know what? Just stop. I you know what? I can't take it. <laughs> stop. I need it. to have another Tim dip okay. <laughs> and carry on. But to our listeners, we really, really appreciate you. Uh, I'm Dave for Dan and Grant. Take care, and we will be back on Wednesday with more sports.